Hello. Hello. Special episodes of 4630 here, eh? 4630, talking about the day job. Yeah. This is um, my second 4630 podcast. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, um, I did my back. first one back in back in January. January, It was yeah. a lot of fun. You're a friend fun. of the show now. Official friend we of the show. We got some incredible feedback from... Uh, from your performance on 4630 yeah. mostly from people who listened back to the old episodes and then yeah. got back in touch and said that they're pretty incompetent compared to the ones yeah. with you there was um, what we can them. only describe here on 4630 as accidental professionalism yeah <laughs> which is the best kind I find <laughs> inadvertent are you still doing dry uh, January I'm now into moist February moist <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, where I can't drink, but I can stand in it. Right, I guess. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. You can wither your toes. There's a lot to be said for osmosis that I can't seem to quite master it yet, but yeah. I'm really giving it a go. Right. I was standing in a nice uh, peaty single malt this afternoon. <laughs> um, right. How are you finding life in the nook? Yeah, it's, it's, I really, really like it here. It's, it's, the place speaks to me. I don't know what it is. I'm this, uh, is it this? Is it the water? When I moved back here, yeah, from Edinburgh, it was it, something was just calling me back. It sounds like old Caledonia, all that shape. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that, but it was just. I think it's the silence. I just think there's a there's a there's some peace that you get from being in smaller places like this that you don't perhaps what not you one doesn't get yeah, from yeah. living in the city just because there's so much chatter and rambling going on. I've had so much. You know, the thing is, I've been down south, at suburban Essex, most of my life. A chunk of life living in London as well. So I've I've done that. I know what it feels like. I know what it smells like. I know what it sounds like. There's something about there's something about the light. There's something about the sounds mm-hmm. of nature. There's something about the sea the coming sky, in and the, out. The size of the sky as the well. The big sky. I mean, I had a big sky in Essex, the Thames Estuary. You see, I've moved basically from a shell-fishing village on the north shore of an estuary to a shell-fishing village on the north shore of an estuary. So I've swapped like for like. But the thing is, is the two, the two kind of uh, visual reference points on the horizon in Essex, they blew one of them up, which was the Isle of Grain Power Station chimney. Okay. So unless they blow up Bass Rock, I think I'm going to be pretty good because I've got Berwick Law and Bass Rock there on the horizon like nipples. It's yeah, quite yeah. sexual. And can you see May Island from where you are? Yeah, if I lean out of the window. If you lean out of the window, right. Yeah, no, if I go around the corner, yeah. I can see May really beautifully. What freaks me the fuck out is when the sun hits May. Yeah, yeah. And you're, But you're in cloud because it's that far away. Yeah. I went there. Um, I went there on uh, the. I went on the visit because you've got the puffin thing going. I've got a puffin thing going on. And did you have the puffin thing going on before you moved here? No, really. This is a new thing. Puffin tattoo could only be. No, you got a puffin tattoo. Totally going to get one. Wow. But I'm going to dress the puffin as James Robertson Justice. I'm getting a puffin tattoo. Are you really? Yep. I thought you were getting a James Robertson Justice tattoo. <laughs> I'm getting a it's what it tattoo. is, what it is, it is a is a tattoo of James Robson Justice on his arm, and he's bellowing Sparrow <laughs> from the Doctor films. You know, I don't know who this guy is. That's no, all right, it's, but it's, you it wait till you learn. Like, right, okay. Wait till you learn. He's there's some. Um, I think there's something really. I have to say, there's something really magical about Nuke, and uh, the that so many people who aren't from here 
come here and feel at home so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm one of those people. I'm an incomer and always obviously will be. You're an from incomer. Sterling. Sterling, yeah, exactly. So I'm central. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I don't coast. think I could live far away from the sea. No, no I couldn't. I, but the funny thing is, right? No offense to my family, but I never felt at home. There. Yeah, yeah, and I never felt home when I lived in Edinburgh, Did you have or water London, though? Did or you anywhere have, else. You had running water and stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, outside. Yeah, at the toilet. Outside yeah, yeah. toilet. Because yeah. the house we had in Ireland didn't have running water for the first ten, fifteen years or something. But really? because it was so close to the sea, we always you were fine. <laughs> we um when at first um my stepdad when we moved in with him he didn't have electricity. I right. remember. And there was no electricity, so it was oil lamps. So I remember the hiss and the smell of oil lamps quite vividly as a kid, just that as they're running. And so we moved, uh, we moved out of this shack in Latchingdon in Essex uh, to a town called Stanfordly Hope uh, around about the time the summer of discontent started, and the power went off at ten o'clock every night. (laughs) (laughs) So as soon as we got the electricity, they took it away from us. So for me, I've got the peat smell from being over an island and burning ah. peat. And whenever I smell that now, I'm straight back there. Are you the same with the oil lamps? I, I mean, where yeah. do you where do you get that smell from? I don't know. It's it's, it's like nowadays. If you smell it, where would it be? I haven't smelled it in so long. I suppose the last time I would have smelled that would have been a festival somewhere. Right, okay, festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either walking past a a kitchen or a catering caravan at one of the festivals. You're not supposed to have the oil lamps anymore, no. And everyone's got these LED things. Yeah. <sighs> progress, man. It's not all bad. Speaking of progress, James Yorkson's new album, title, please. The Route to the Harmonium. I like had to it. think that. Yeah, yeah, well done. I got it right, though. It's a very nuky album. It is a very nuky album. It is. Why? I'd agree with that. It's It's... So you sent it to me, and I listened to it in the winter of last year. And it sounds like the place I've moved to. It's very strange, James, to say that to someone, but it's got a lot of the atmosphere and the feel of it. Mm -hmm. And the sound of it, it doesn't sound like an album I've heard before. Are you deliberately, sonically trying to wrong-foot people with the... Because it's like, is that supposed to be distorted? Is is the, what's that noise in the background? It's like, it's amazing. It's like layers of sound. Thank you. Well, I mean, all of that is 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 true, pretty much. In the old days, I used to get asked. I mean, I still get asked. Do you think where you're from is how it affects the sound of my music? And I used to say no. If I was living in London, I'd still be making music like this. But I think, yeah. I think it has to affect anyone creative doing creative things their area has to be it has to affect them you know and the other reason why I think this is quite a Nukin sounding album is if Nukin's even a word is uh, it is now it was recorded over the space of four years very slowly just bit by bit um, so there's been no um, I was on tour with Yorkson Khan I re- released two albums with Yorkson Khan I had one of my books published I was plenty going on, but I'd come back at night, I'd come back home, and then I'd take the kids to school and walk to the studio and spend four or five hours just trying to get a wee, trying to get something going, you know. So all those little noises that you're hearing, they're experiments which have either worked or partially worked. So they may just be in one one tiny little bit of a song, but eventually, I, I mean, originally I would have recorded them all the way through the song and just thought, oh no, that's nothing. 
it's not working there's one particular track and it's it's let's see if i can i mean we're gonna we everyone relax we're gonna be playing some music from the album but there was one that made me wonder if you'd actually recorded it outdoors Right. Okay. Well, uh, t- no, I wanted. To, I have to say, I wonder about Straight that. Straight well. away. This is because oh, yeah. the fisherman's uh, it, was, it was blue of the thistle. Blue of the thistle. Blue of the, yeah. thistle. Blue of the thistle. I thought, is he gone somewhere up the road from yeah, the yeah. house? No, it was just raining like crazy when I did the vocal and guitar part. And the other thing about that track, that track, blue of the thistle. Um, that's the very first time I ever played it. And I didn't know what was going on with the melody. I didn't really know what was going to happen with it, with the chords or anything. So when you get to the uh, I think it's the first verse or the first co- bridge bit. Or there's a bit where I'm like, and that's because I didn't know what the melody was going to do. Mm. Uh, but then when I listened back, I thought, oh, that sounds really good. And um, and that's the version I kept because it's just that very first thing. You know, quite often the very first thing you do, one does, I think, as a musician, is the best best thing. You know, there's a. Th- I've had this discussion recently. I've got a cousin who works in commercial art, and I did some drawings of the kids. For Christmas, for for gifts for them, because I'm cheapskate. Um, but um, he said, uh, "I love your five pound thing, by the way." The what? The what? The what? The five pound thing you do, where all your Christmas presents only cost oh, five pounds each. Oh, yeah, five pounds for a Christmas present. Because you have to think about it. Oh, you really got so it. you can't. And, you, just and the other thing is as well is you want to top last year because everyone. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, is you don't forget a Christmas, a five pound Christmas present. Yeah. Oh, you don't forget what you brought everybody because yeah, yeah. it takes so much of your time. To think, what can I get them for a fiver? So I spent. I basically got the family, and I got an amount of money for the family. So whatever it is, forty quid for for everyone in the family. Cheap and skate. I spent that forty quid on art materials and right, made okay. them all. Wow. So, so that's how I did it this year. Saved a few bob. Got to be honest. I mean, they think they got a five pound Christmas. I'm telling you, now they got three pound fifty Christmas. Wow. That's how I roll. Yeah, but plus time. Yeah, I think I think you've been time well spent, though, man. I did a drawing on my door. I'm going to show you in a minute. But that time you're going to burst into tears. You don't even know her. (laughs) (laughs) How can you do that to the child? But um, yeah. We 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 are here. We we we're all over the shop. That's what I quite like when you're talking about this. So that we're talking about and and we've invented a new word so we can discuss it. Did we say nuki? Nukian. 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 I think that's it right. Sounds Nukian. Nukian. No, I think it does, and I totally get that. And I mean, you can you can hear the nuke in it because especially in that song, "Blue the Thistle," you could hear uh, the the wind and the wi- and the the rain on the on the roof of my little studio. So yeah. it was. It was the sound of the snake, but it's it's just all the old instruments brought in, and they're, you know, I'm lucky I'm on a record label who would support my whims if I was to say, oh, can I make an album with a small orchestra? They would support my whims and they'd say, oh yeah, we can do that if you can price it up. But anyone with a tiny bit of money or anyone with some money could get that orchestra. You know, anyone could hire the violinist, the double bassist. But if you do it yourself, if one does it oneself, with all these cronky old instruments that I've picked up for the last 20 years of my career, then you're going to get a very individual sound that you that you can't buy from an Apple uh, yeah. app or something, you know. Yeah. Although there was some Apple apps in the recording. No, but that's <laughs> it. You want You do want to throw everything at it. But the yeah. fact that there's what I love at the end is 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 just that list of 
because um, you sent me the lyrics and the sort of credits yeah, yeah. Uh, for the album but the, the stuff that you were playing on some of the tracks yeah just that list of things that you were banging away at was yeah, just yeah. fantastic but it's great fun and as I say to as I said to you I mean that there's that song on it The Route to the Harmonium mm. where there's loads of voices in the background and that was the my original vocal takes I was thinking right well maybe I'll do this and I'm going to sing Our Lady of the Sorrows yeah. and, and then it kind of grew up and I was like no, that sounds awful. But then when I was listening back with me talking on, like, the the final one, and then I left the the fader up or whatever, and it's yeah. got me coming in, a lady of the... So I just thought, it adds to it, man. Yeah. And then that lyric came in. Hey, I heard our lady of the sorrows, or whatever it says. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. And the spoke... I'm, I'm, I'm very enamoured of... Uh, listen, we, we, we're all over... The, let's play a cut from this album, and then... We'll talk. Well, what I like, in fact, no. Let's let's uh, because we we we're, we're going hither and thither on this. Let's let's. Uh, what are we going to play first? Well, shall we do? Shall we do? Yeah. Uh, Irish Wars of Independence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you've got it lined up, got it queued up. Or shall we do Blue Thistle? No, no we no, we do we do Irish Wars of Independence. Um, and and so let me and then I'll go. Otherwise, we'll have to stop. And yeah, yeah. The, what are we going to do? Needles there. The needles there. It's yeah. on it. It's ready right. to go. So, somebody press play. It's absolutely ready to go. No, I want to talk about it before we okay. play it. Okay, cool. Which which is um it's it's the first of the spoken word ones on the album. And yeah. I'm 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 very enamoured of this spoken word thing. You sound great doing that. I've Thank got to you. say, man. Thank you. You know when It brings a different quality to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, my first spoken word one was 2006, a track called Woozy with Cider. Yeah, and it's yeah. probably been my most successful song in that it gets the most downloads and plays and all that sort yeah. of stuff but I've of, always been wary of just going back and repeating myself for the sake of it being a successful Not mm. I mean you know you're marking success very it's under a microscope you know what I mean but um, so I don't look to do spoken word ones but I hear that time and time and time again you should do more spoken word things so but this came naturally you know they feel like many... I mean, tell us a little bit about the time you spent in Ireland. How long were you over there for? Very sad, actually. We just sold the house last year, late last year. Yeah, jeez. So, well, my was father... Was this written before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father um, won the house, won half a house in a poker game, in a in a bar. And he was very excited. There's your song. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and he was very excited about it because, because you know, oh, your beauty, I've won that. One house, come on! <laughs> you know. Did he win the poker match? Yeah, he won the poker match. <laughs> 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 but then the house, when he got there, there was no roof, there was no electricity, there was no water, and my mother still talks about it now about having to go up to the the well and get the um, pump up the cold water from deep within the earth mm. and clean the nappies. Mm. So, I the Irish stuff was was in my family. I went to that house all the way until the age of thirty. Um, most summers and it, then I and stopped I going can I ask a question sorry is this the same house so like Shipwreckers yeah, yeah Shipwreckers songs. Surf same. Song yeah. okay. all that surf stuff Surf Song as well really Capture the Horse that's funny I think all of Surf songs. Song as being here no Surf Song was uh, yeah. Baltimore right. West Cork um, yeah no it's, it's uh, what, 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 before you interrupted what was I saying I can't remember so you're talking about your mum and the nappies and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. so my mother still talks about getting their things up and wiping and cleaning the dirty nappies with the well water so I went there every year until I was 30 until and then I signed a record deal 
and I was because I was traveling around the world the whole time and I'd just got a new girlfriend and she came with me once and then she said it's quite nice but have you ever been anywhere warm on holiday <laughs> and then we started going to southern Spain and that was it I just never went back to West Coast. <laughs> I mean, I did. I went back maybe. I went back maybe four or five times, but like uh, I've really neglected the place. But I think, in a in a way, that gave me a lot of inspiration. You know, delving back into the past. So, so there's a lot of songs in my career written about my time and my. The thing is, is about, and I, I get, I get this because I've got, I've got my, got my own issues with Ireland. Biological ones. I'll talk to you about them later. But, yeah, um, yeah, I remember that. But, them, but the the it's the place has got such a history. But everyone it's it's steeped in them, and their stories become intertwined with the complexity of Irish histories. I find that the two kind of mesh in and out of each other. Irishness, and particularly people, adoptive Irish people yeah, like yeah. yourself that have found it on me because I've got a connection and I go there. I feel like some kind of crazy I mean, I grew up here in the Yeah. and um, the only Americans we met bless your souls Americans if you're listening to this, the only Americans we met were f fat golfers who are mostly pretty arrogant and uh, so I, I feel when I'm talking about Ireland, I feel like one of those golfers. You know, I feel like <laughs> I'm Scottish. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. But, uh, so I do feel a bit like a, an aerophile. You know, using the old Irish yeah, name. Yeah, you know, yeah. but there's just so so much of that 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 I absolutely love. I remember walking around um, uh, Loch Hine with my father and him pointing over to a, a ruin on the other side and saying. Uh, that's where the gremlins live, or you know, the goblins live and stuff. And there's a there's there's a place called Furry Mountain, and uh, I went up Furry Mountain just last at the end of last year, and I got back and. Uh, are, we, are we leaving that? <laughs> What's that? We, we're letting that go. Well, I, I did you see my head uh, just uh, turned to you? Both of us, we were like, <laughs> are we letting him have that? What did I say? I went up Furry Mountain last year. It just sounds filthy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I want a furry mountain with Adrian Crowley, if that sounds uh, even more for me. Oh, you can never go up alone. <laughs> and uh, when I got back, I said, I said to my father, because he was in the house as well, I said, oh, we just went up furry mountain. And he went, where is a furry mountain? He went, oh, furry mountain. See, I thought it had this Irish name that was kind of pronounced, anglicised as furry mountain. Yeah, yeah. But it was just him telling me that's where the fairies lived when I was a kid you know I said, oh that's fairy mountain that's where the fairies are yeah it's so for me there's that whole connection with it with childhood and also that's the first first place I heard traditional music because we used to go to the bars and there'd be traditional music playing yeah so that's why my love of traditional music started with the Irish stuff uh, okay uh -huh. and I still have huge love for people like Bess Cronin and Planksty and uh, Willie Clancy and uh, Seamus Ennis and all these people you know so, but that's why I was drawn to the Irish traditional music first before moving out of uh, Ireland into all around the world. Really. What? So the song th that you've uh, that you've what were you saying in the song? What did you want to say? <laughs> I can't remember. What was it? Oh no, this is a kind of religious thing. It's it says I was not I was not caught up in the Irish wars of independence except by the noose of religion hung around the neck of a gullible schoolchild, as if a god would really care if I were a Teg or a Hun or some other educated son of a gun. I think you get where he's going with this one. This is the Irish Wars of Independence. 
Yeah. Very much uh, enjoying that. The Irish Wars of Independence uh, by James Yorkston. And we're chatting about uh, the uh, forthcoming album. Rele- What's the release date for the new album? February 22nd. Title of the new album? The Route to the Harmonium. The Route to the Harmonium. Album titles. Let's talk about album. So when does the title come to you? The In the process of the title of the album. What are you going to call your album? It's uh, For me, this one was quite a tricky title to come to most of them are to be honest with you i, I don't yeah. have ever gone in thinking oh here's the title although i do sometimes do that with books um but this one um it's it's a play on words a lot of my stuff reference references old stuff of mine other stuff that's going on around with yeah. like, books and everything you know so 4630 is referenced in the album as well once um and uh the route to the harmonium is basically the search for peace, the route people take for harmony. And because a lot of the album is kind of about uh, coming to terms with friends who have taken their own life, it's kind of like that was their route mm. to harmony, to peace, you know? And then the other reason for calling it the route to the harmonium was underneath the track my mouth ain't no bible there's a rat- rattling old james yorkson and the athlete song mm-hmm. which was called the route to the harmonium and that also was a reference to doogie who played with that and uh and he died because in w- again within the album there's the there's that balancing thing between people who take their lives and people who are taken mm. you know either mental illness or physical illness and uh so there's there's all these kind of things so the route to the harmonium worked nice it's a bit, bit. i often wondered sort of how much goes into that because yeah, here's the thing is while i was listening to it and what was not t- today was like my third pass actually going at it with all the lyrics as well yeah, so yeah, as yeah, f- yeah. i always like doing the pass actually with the lyrics i always love listening what's good what i like about the spoken word stuff was you can hear the song straight away it's straight into your cerebral cortex rather than there's that kind of halting when you're listening to a song for the first time what are they saying and you're enjoying the music yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're trying to de- listen do too much at once the first and time you're you hoping it doesn't fall over yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if it's if it's like uh like we were discussing the rosie plain record i was a massive fan of rosie's last album yeah and uh she sent me a copy of her new one and you know you're putting it on and it's a friend of yours and you really want it to be good <laughs> so yeah. there's a part of you say, ah, come on keep going and you're like oh song number three is great oh song number four is great and it, it carries on all the way through i'm not yeah. saying i'm not saying my record did i'm saying rosie plain's album did it but did there it, is that don't there is that thing with uh yeah when you when i'm listening to new music especially if it's by pals or people that i yeah. love that you want it to be good yeah you know i don't ever i don't ever expect a whole album to be good Though. Well, I do. I'm pretty much as long as I get one amazing tune, I think, okay, great. That's like buying a 45, except just a big, <laughs> slightly bigger one. Oh no, I, 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 you know, on the, I, it's when an album has, uh, I think four or more. That's a that's a good album. Songs that really, really make you mm. go. But then sometimes, on the third or fourth listing of an album, you see, oh no, this is a piece. And you yeah, see how yeah. it all works together yeah, and it yeah, becomes yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. I never forget You how... need those slow growers as well. Well, or else it's just like an instant. Exactly. Thing. I remember how disappointed I was with sound effects by the jam when I first listened to it. And I'm like, uh, not enough thumpy 
jumping around being angry at the modern world in narrow trousers songs oh, he's being lyrical oh. and then fourth time in I'm like oh man this is classic you know so uh, that that the the I love that old feeling that repeated listening yeah, yeah, would yeah. give you whereas that's what I, that's what I think that is the shame about now whereas people quite immediately go mm. oh, I don't like that one what's the next track like yeah and then they when people buy piecemeal from an album I'm like oh come on commit like the old days yeah no I, I, live with the damn thing develop a relationship with it everyone's different of course but I'm I'm certainly of that school as well and there's no way I could put something on a record without being behind it mm. there's no way I could do one good oh this will be alright Stephen only wants one good song <laughs> and anyway I just I mean know, my expectation levels I know from stuff you've released <laughs> actually I, I can't say anything yeah <laughs> but yeah no I I, th- I think I mean you've got to aim for the best you know you've really got to aim for the best I've done sessions with people before and uh, and like someone I don't know say I don't know the bass player will come in and, and they'll play something and you just think well and so that'll do and you think no man you can't have that'll do you've got to really do your best you've got to do something that in 30 years of time 40 years time your granddaughter listens to and just goes help my boob listen to that bass playing listen to what granddad listen to what he was doing you know you've got to have something which is really pushing enough yeah. enough to do it you know yeah uh, we, uh, we're going to play um, uh, the track um, Shallow now and, and when I listen to it Shallow well, um, sorry what I what <laughs> I mean it's, it's a joke between uh, Sahel and myself Shallow and Chalo yeah it means hurry up and uh <laughs> Um, um, shades of electronica. This is electronica. This one, I like this. Yeah, okay, there's, there's, there is a the kind of that pulsing. You know what that pulsing after is after the brushes. What is it? Tell me what it is. It's oh god, a, it's going to be something mad. It's is a, it jack, a toothbrush. It's a, ja- <laughs> <laughs> it's a jack lead. Um, where you touch the jack lead and it goes. Oh, you absolute dick! That, I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what the heavy thud is. Yeah. And uh, then I did it to a click. This this version is the second version that I did. The original yeah. was not to a click. So I did it again to a click, which I very rarely do, but I did for this song. Mm. So, and then in the middle of this one, David Wrench added a, an ARP, an old synth called an ARP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was originally a, a buzzy a buzzy jack lead and uh, an amazing trumpet solo by Tom Arthurs. Um and what I've, my notes say here, I've, um, yeah, I've got Tom Arthur's the trumpet. It's yeah, just yeah. fabulous on this, on this uh, um, cut. And at the end, so I was looking at the end. I was, I was enjoying what I thought were strings at the end. What is it at the end? Nickel is Harper. That the, is, it, is that so? Is that a? That's me playing for uh, four tracks of Nickel Harper. So that is a stringed, a bowed yeah, 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 it's instrument. A bowed instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so I was like, it's a Swedish keyed fiddle. There we go. That's all right. God, I wonder what that was for a minute. Because I looked and I couldn't see anything I recognised instrument-wise. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a keyed fiddle. I got into Nickel Harper just purely because I love the sound. Did you just bought one when we when I came to uh, to SUP? Did you have one in the back of your motor or something? Yeah, I've got two at the moment. And so it could have been the second one. I've had one for about five years yeah. and one for about six months that I'm actually going to sell and give the money to the owner. 
Oh, okay. Because it's up here with me. Yeah. Uh, for me to try, but I don't like it as much as my own one. Because my own one's got a much uh, deeper body, so it's got some more sort of viola sound. Oh, okay. Whereas most of them have got sort of lighter sort of uh, violin oh, sound. But brilliant. this this I thing I always it. talk about the on stage, um, the DNA thing. My family, we all had our DNA done. I had my DNA done, and uh, I came out as two thirds Scandinavian, and then a third <laughs> Celtic. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so that gives me the excuse to play the nickel harper without feeling as if I've uh, ransacked somebody it's, else's culture. The nickel harper is in his blood, ladies and gentlemen. It's right in there. Um, I was wondering about um, characters in your songs, the process, what you conjure up when you're writing a song, then your narrative starting point for something like Shallow. Where do, where do you kick off? And and I'm going to have a follow up question once you've answered that one. It's a tricky one because it's quite an abstract song, Shallow, because it's, um, again, it that was written after a, a friend of mine um, basically took her own life. And it's basi it's trying to sort of see things. That one and the first one on the record, um, uh, Your Beauty Could Not Save You. Uh, and that line, there are years, there are years, that could have been hours, there are years... You know, it's it's just trying to say, what the fuck? You know, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. it's there's but there's no, not I mean obviously talent wise I'm nowhere near, but I'm not Tom Waits. I'm not pretending to be, you know. Yeah. It's, I I have this thing that, people like David Bowie who are incredible artists, they attract people who try and be like them. So yeah. like Ed, Ed uh, Sheeran, he's very popular at the moment. There must be a thousand Ed Sheeran guys, you know, at the moment going, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm a bit funky. Yeah. You know, I can't do any of that stuff. I can't <laughs> sing. I can't really play an instrument. The only thing I can do, and I know this sounds daft, but it's the truth. The only thing I can do is be James Yorkston. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the best James Yorkston there is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I might not be very good at that. That's the realisation, but, but I think that that's when you start making the interesting work as an artist, is when you realise... That's it. I'm the only James Yorkson, but it's good for you because you are. Yeah, yeah. I can't be realising that. No, because <laughs> then I'd be the second. Yeah, yeah. You'd probably be better at it than me. You know. <laughs> I have been mistaken for you in the street. Well, this is this is the thing. Myself, it was a very dark street. Myself, yourself, and Malcolm Middleton, and uh, also Kenny Drew. Kenny Drew, yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, baldy ginger men and and these snook. Baldy ginger it's like the most, It's the most. It's the most untaxing game of who am I you'll ever play. <laughs> you knock those four down first. Away. <laughs> Do you live in the snook? No. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so what's what's the name of Shallow? So yeah, yeah it's um. Yeah, it's quite an odd song because I didn't. I knew I wanted to say something, but I didn't quite know how to say it. And I didn't want to go too, too close. So, I, so it's quite. It's it's not too focused because I wanted to. I just didn't feel I could go. Do you there. write poetry? What's the difference? I know this is it, but I don't. I don't feel I can say I write poetry because if you, I, I think if I were to call it poetry, it would be as though I was giving it some kind of mantle. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes, I do like poetry. Well, this song is so good it doesn't. No, but need do you music. ever write something and think this is not for a song? Well, that's kind of what the spoken word stuff is. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I see it. But that's just because I'm but, hugely influenced by. You're, but you're again, a novelist as well, so it's like what belongs 
to what you know if you come up with it some of the turns of phrase on this album just make me melt I mean man and it's like that's it well on in the middle of a if that sometimes it's like when you read a bit of Chandler and just a turn of phrase leaps out you know she gave him a look that would make a priest kick a hole in a stained glass window you know just that in that's not middle. from one of mine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there, you got little. There, you've, but there's, there, you have, you have a few that over the years stick with me. One of the ones that sticks with me is the couldn't rhyme an egg. Couldn't rhyme an egg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. feels like a kind of throwaway, um, <laughs> like a slight insult. But it's one well, of it's supposed sort of, to be an insult. Yeah. You know, yeah. that song was about um, the fence, the fence thing. You know, um, <laughs> and uh, we used to get all these guys come up to play at the fence festivals, and it was kind of like. Don't be an don't be an idiot. You're in a tiny wee village playing in a t- tiny wee gig in front of thirty, forty people. Please leave your ego at home. And it's just one of the guys just didn't, you know, and he came up and he had all this all this baggage on his shoulders and uh and that was me just saying, Yeah, he couldn't rhyme an egg, you know. I mean you know, just a shite songwriter basically, you know. But popular and you know, and all that sort of stuff. Um what was the other thing I was gonna say about that? Um poetry and novels and where you put your words you know one thing another thing that i uh really feel i have learned is that when one is creating when i'm creating just i cannot say don't say no to things yeah. you know if i'm doing chords on the guitar and i think oh no don't go there it'd be the wrong thing to do go there yeah, straight yeah. away and it's the same with lyrics it's the same with everything oh don't do that on the track don't add that to the track then you have to do it and it's I, I got to that stage by being in the studio with bands and with other people and maybe the bassist or the drummer or somebody would say how about we try this and then somebody else potentially me in the past would say oh no that sounds like a bad idea the worst thing you can do is put that that bridge yeah. down that um, door down on creativity yeah. you have to let it all f- flow out so that's why on that last song we heard, The Irish Wars of Independence, there's that like crazy synthesizer solo and thing. I mean, <laughs> if I was thinking, why don't I triple layer a synthesizer solo? Then I probably would have thought, why don't I just go home and have a plate of bean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's not going to work. It's going to yeah, be a complete yeah. waste of time. Yeah. So uh, that is another thing, is just keeping the doors open to ideas and letting your inner schema kind of come out and do it for you. I'm liking that. I'm liking the inner schema. Uh, this is Shallow. Shallow, I hear your call. I'm not so brave after all. I'm not so brave at all. Ever we flee, ever we i 
favourite ending to a song in fucking years good thanks man I love that man thank you it's Nickel Harper did we discuss that we did yeah we yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about it yeah 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 because I was uh, I, I, uh, I leapt immediately for me for me credits after that one uh, and uh, we are still here in the studio on the podcast it's like a special 4630 it is a special it's a special it's a special homework edition Homework edition. Stephen will have a special when when you've done your 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 brewing thing. Yeah, uh, we come here reviewing beers on forty six thirty. That sounds like good fun. Oh man. Yes. And when you get a job, we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I'm never getting a job. <laughs> That's in Two one of these pictures. songs. There's the line. <laughs> and if I can get to age 65 still alive, I will stick my middle finger to the world. <laughs> and that's it. And that's what it's about. It's about, you know, going, going to school and going through all those things and never thinking I'd have the chance to be a musician, to be a mu- music. And now if I can do it, if I can get well, to met, retirement age, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, beauty. I just had to, I had to write um, last week, me personal statement about why I wanted to go to university for my UCAS form at the age of 56 <laughs> no man it's great Fuck. it's great you know and uh, it's but that is that right why do why do you want to do this and you have to ask yourself that one big question what do you want to do but you've done all with sorts the time of stuff that, you've got? that I had no idea about until I met you mm. like I had no idea that you were a pantomime dame for such a long time well you know <laughs> well, what can I say? I like throwing sweets at children. <laughs> um, now the 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 admin on uh, on the special homework edition of uh, forty six ninety is um, you right over there. Sorry, I've got a wee cough. It's, it's good of him. He's, he thinks about the production values there as he goes to a distant corner of the room and absents himself. Very much like the Captain Oates of the podcast tonight. I'm just going over here at a coffee, maybe sometime. Just eating throat sweeties. How, how are you feeling, man? I'm just a bit throaty. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Um, so, um, because we're playing a white label advanced release um, uh, vinyl copy of uh, James's new album tonight, so I've. I'm driving the vinyl deck, so it's got good. To, we're learning. Someone's got to pick a track. And um, I'm just the next, the next no. So, so we've we've just had shallow. So, oh, weirdly, we did talk a lot at the beginning about Blue of the Thistle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so that's I the next song. We, we, we might as well go, uh, uh, go straight into it. Um, and I have written on my notes here after uh, uh, Blue of the Thistle. Beauty and cruelty side by side. Scotland? Question mark. Yeah, no, it's not Scotland. It's uh, though I'm aware, obviously, of the thistle reference. But it's more about art. It's more about music. It's more about following that passion. And it's like uh, it's it's saying, you know, oh, I unashamedly romantic. I, I believed in those songs and stories. So you know, you're taken in by the by these by this music that you know the lyrics of the music and everything. But then. Um, when you get there, it's just, it's not quite as good. And you find yourself 47 in a garage in Celadite recording an album. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, you know, it's not, um, yeah. It, it, it's just, it's about the relationship between being an artist and being a, a father and just trying to get through. I think that's what it's about. I, cause, and I mean, it's also about depression, of course. These are challenging times that we are all going through <laughs> you're right there Steve. everything's about just depression. Depression. Everything's depression of course yeah well needs must but it's it's i remember um uh, just uh was it after that i can't remember if it was after the brexit vote i think it was after the brexit vote and mate i was having a chat with a mate and we were you know fairly down about things and talking and he said the only advantage of what's going on at the minute, you know, he said, and this bear in mind, this is only just off the vote. He goes uh, about, about something as horrible as this happening is the good art starts getting made right, at yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. of, but I feel that that what and then what happened is Trump happened as well, and so 
it's, I've never lived in a time of such colossal uncertainty. I'm 56, and I don't ever but remember I think we've it been being very this lucky. bad. And this is one thing yeah. that I always return to, is I think our generation, we've been very lucky that we haven't been conscripted and taken away yeah. and killed. Yeah. I mean, when you walk walk around the, the, the coast here, you come yeah. across a lot of... Constantly. Um, uh, War memorials, yeah, to young and kids, young kids with yeah. the same names, the kids that, yeah. that yeah. my kids go to school with, yeah, and uh, and I think as an artist, this sounds very hoo hoo hoo, but I think it's almost our duty to do art for a living if we can, if if we have that, it would be the worst, the worst thing we could do in the memory of those guys who were taken away and killed, and it was mostly guys, of course. Yeah. Would be to throw it away and just just have a a miserable life doing something that they don't want to do. So it's worth the fight to be a musician, to be an artist, to be a writer, because those fuckers didn't have the choice. Mm -hmm. And and that brings me to and there's another song on this record called Yorkson Athletic. The other fuckers who don't have a choice are the fuckers on the boats. You know, there are refugees who are coming over. Yeah. And you know, you can bet your bottom dollar on those boats. There's artists. Okay. There's nurses. There's there's bin men, there's yeah, there's yeah. doctors, there's writers, there's everyone, but there's artists, and they would be what they would give to be able to have the time to go to a studio and make an album, and like to to make a piece of work. So if people like us, if we've got the t- we can do it, and if we throw it away, what kind of people are we? You know, yeah. it's just such a a lazy faff. Yeah, but where is? the way that it was initially being discussed with the people I was talking about was it was like a reaction. Uh, the making of art is a positive reaction to something. But as time has gone on, the two years since Brexit have elapsed and it's got worse and worse and worse and worse. Art now has started feeling more like a sanctuary. People are fleeing to it rather than doing it in a state of positive reaction and rage. It feels more like if I don't go here, my head is going to fucking explode with what I'm trying to understand in the world today, you know. Uh, It's it's just beggar's belief. Do you think a lot of that is because of the internet? It's, it's, I mean, you mentioned the Trump thing. In years gone by, we wouldn't have felt so close to the Trump thing. Perhaps we wouldn't have felt so close to the Brexit thing. Because we'd really only be reading it once a day in the newspaper Mm. and then gossiping. Whereas nowadays, it's all, you can get straight in there and, you yeah. can tweet Trump, you know, you can tell Trump he's a, a dumpling, you know what I mean? You can get right in that. Trumpling. Yeah. He's a Trump thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Trump, you're... No, no. <laughs> We've done that joke. We'll I, was, um, <laughs> I was... Um, someone was chatting to me, there's, the, there's that new film by your, your man who was Wolverine. Um, uh, he's playing Gary Hart, the presidential... Mm-hmm. nominee the guy that um there were he, he had an affair and he had an affair and that kind of blew his political chances out of the water and someone said to me i was why are they doing that film for that looks really boring i went they're doing it because a guy had one affair and you know it completely and utterly destroyed his life career and he was finished and he could have been a properly decent president and yet this guy you know says grab the pussy says what he wants is racist, hates gays, hates women, hates just hate, 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 hate. Just and and we're not talking about you, Stephen. It's, not you, uh, Stephen. Uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, different Stephen. And it's just <laughs> too soon. So it's it's it just yeah it just uh, yeah I I uh, I just feel that that yeah it's it's 
I just feel myself being drawn more and more towards it. Um, other people's art, you know, going to galleries, you know, um, making art, being part of it. You know, it's it's just I, I feel like I feel like a salmon. I feel like it's an irresistible pull to just to to do it now, and I feel a lot of people are feeling that that pull as well. Certainly, with I run a club called Tsapwa Fifa, yeah, yeah, and I get people coming up. I get musicians mostly and poets coming up, and being able to, especially with the songwriters who are more successful with bands, so like famous guys with their band yeah. or famous women, when they come up and they're uh, and it's just them solo, and you just get to get rail to the husk of their art, you yeah. know, just the pure thing without the guy saving their their ass on the piano or whatever. Yeah, I love that, you know, because yeah. that's the personality, you know. Have I pronounced that wrong, Stephen? No, well, that was just the use of the word husk. That would be the shell. Yeah, yeah. But then what's inside it? So the, I would think of the husk as being the band. Well, I was saying the husk as in the, 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 the like, the skin. Okay. So, uh, like, underneath the Underneath clothing. the husk. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I see, yeah. To the endosperm. The endosperm, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, it's just the bit, the bit inside the grain. Yeah, you'd have the husk and then inside there. See when it's your podcast about your your beer, you know. I'm going to come up here and talk about Ivor Cutler. And you'll be like, <laughs> and you'll be like, stop it, stop it. Dean. I never talk about beer. No, we never really talk about beer. We drink beer when yeah, we're yeah, podcasting. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we never, never really, really talk, about really talk about beer. They are supping away here. Um, fortunately, um, uh, our album is queued up um, um, at the track. Blue of the Thistle. Gonna, we're going to play Blue of the Thistle, which we started banging on about uh, at the beginning. Um, yeah. And it was not recorded outside, just to clarify. No, but I, at the same time, I could have removed I could have removed the, the the hiss, you know, using electronic means. But I, I kept know, it. I liked no, it. No, but yeah, do you know absolutely. what? It, so the album yeah. Heron, you know the album? Uh, yeah, Heron, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that. And, 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 say, and that's an amazing album, which like, I know you probably haven't. No, I haven't heard it, no. But it's amazing. Who's it by? Heron. Oh really? Yeah. They named an album after themselves. Yeah, it's called wow. Heron Heron, and it was recorded outside. And it was on uh, Dawn about 1972. It's really it's an amazing album. Top draw stuff. So um, this is not fully queued up. So there's gonna we pause. Listen to this. On a Guess how once 
Thistle not recorded outdoors, as we we have to, which we have to stress. Well, outdoors, but in a house. In outdoors a in a outdoors in a house. In a house. Left all the and it just this that just the different textures at work in that song. It's allowed, you know. It's allowed. There's no one particularly. Uh, Domino Records, man, they're the best label. You know when I approached Domino this, Records, this is a ballsy album, man. Good, mm-hmm. I think. This is a ballsy fucking album. I love it. Good, thank you. Because thank you. it's just it's it's playing a fucking delicate and lovely game. It's mm. really, really just when I, as I listen to it, it's just you you fall into the sounds. Yeah, you, yeah. as a listener, it really properly d- draws you in. You just like it's that you ever you ever had that physical response to um, good radio when you're. Um, there's a thing, and, and it was... Uh, I had a mate who worked in radio. Um, what you always want them to do is stop what they're doing and look at the radio. That's what you're aiming mm. for when you make radios, for them to stop and look. And it's a physical response. When someone's when something absolutely amazing is being said on the radio, you do find yourself stopping what you're yeah, doing yeah, yeah, and yeah. actually looking at the damn Turn thing. Turning the kettle off, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's this, that's what this album is doing, man. Oh, that's good. I mean, I mean I've been so close to it that it's... I mean, I love it to bits, but I'm aware it is not a pop record, even though I would class it as a pop record. Mm. I'm aware it's not, you know, like a... There is a, there is a word um, in uh, travelling traveller songs. Is it clonach or something? And it's where um, the meaning of being lost in the song. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, I know. That, that's one of the... Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember what the word is. Yeah, I mean it's especially down uh, and uh, Aberdeenshire. A lot mm. of the Aberdeenshire singers. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna go somewhere and look it up. Well, Stephen has left us there. Well, I was trying to do a little bit. Of, he's, he's, he's 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 scampered off to do some uh, like googling in the middle of the podcast. What uh, yeah. tr- what track are you looking for, Phil? Uh, so here's the thing, uh, you know, I think we should t- talk about this track before because there were, uh, firstly, I was quite drawn to Solitary Islands All because I'm a touring comedian. Yeah, yeah. There's something about, it was one of the, just to, to have a song, just to have someone sing a song about the job, about <laughs> life on the road. And it's just, and it was so lovely because there is that universality in the life that you and I live, even yeah, though yeah. we do completely fucking different things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like spouting whimsy and amusing people by gurning <laughs> uh, 
but the, that end of the day, that at the end of the gig and going back to the hotel and the, just the rhythm of it and the repetition of it. Yeah, yeah. And the the solitary nature of the life, uh, I just I fucking that it's a it's a favourite of mine on the album. I have to say, but for unbelievably selfish reasons. Well, thanks. I mean, it's kind of the same for me. I mean, it's a it's not a fancy song, you know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't have like a trumpet solo. Or it doesn't. No. It's not. Uh, no one's going to go. Oh, you oh check that out. You know, it's not. It hasn't. But it's it's just a nice little thing and i think it's got some lovely lines in it as well yeah. it's one of those ones that just came out you know yeah um yeah it's a very very simple and uh it's there because i love it basically yeah i don't think it's going to impress anyone i'm you, pleased that you chose it do you have that that um what's what, what is what is it kind of when you're with punters at gigs and do you have that kind of when they come up and they, they're a little bit, it's it's little bit kind of googly eyed. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. How you kind of have to police their expectations. Yeah, and but at the same time still be cool. But but I God, it's so tiring. How was that? I mean, I love it. How was that a poetry gig in Glasgow with Dan Withered Hand? Recently? Oh yeah, because I wrote a poem for this book. Yeah. And uh, I did the poem, and then Dan said, "Oh, yeah, you're really good, man." I said, "Oh, thanks." He was like, "How are you feeling?" I said, "It's it's good. No one's come up to me. It's all been like really cool. I haven't been rude to anyone because I was so nervous. And when I'm nervous, I'm quite often rude to people." <laughs> and then, and he was like, "Oh, man, I think you're doing really well. This is really cool. We're we're having a good time." I was like, "Oh, well, thanks for coming, man. I really appreciate you being my wingman." Yeah. He said, "Oh, no, man, I'm, it's great hanging out with you, know." And then he went to the loo, and a man came up to me and and said. Oh, James, can I talk to you? I really like... And then he started, and I was just like, oh, fuck. But I'd, you know, pull it in. Yeah. And be polite, because it's the worst. For me, I find it very hard having people saying, oh, I love what you do. Because cause my instant reaction is to shut them down and move away so I don't have to get embarrassed and kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, what but... I started doing on tour was was um, kind of deliberately putting myself in harm's way. So at the interval, I wander around and go, thanks for coming. Just walk up to people, shake hands. Thanks for coming. And they like, oh, yeah, no, you're welcome. All right, okay, move on. Next one. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I yeah, just yeah, do yeah. that now. So it's yeah, just, yeah. It sort of It sort of stops the kind of, oh, Phil... What's and it no one waits around at the end and, and in psychiatry is that called flooding I think that's called flooding is that what they do yeah well, you oh know. where you where, like if you're frightened of spiders you yeah, put yeah, your yeah, hand yeah, in yeah. a bucket of spiders yeah 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 flooding. I mean it's, oh, I it's, like it's the that part of shows is I mean I didn't sell merch at gigs for the maybe the first four or five years of my career because I was just too scared to sit out front and sell CDs and stuff so it's just yeah I don't know Mm. But also, you don't want to. Dis I don't want to say disappoint people, but for me, it's more about just being rude to people without meaning to be. But yeah. just because I've got no other way of handling the situation. Uh, this, there's this weird kind of. Uh, someone uh, told me online and said, "Oh, there's a lot of stuff online about you being really horrible to people," and I'm like, "I'm not horrible to people. Mm. I'm never horrible to people. I'm horrible to cunts." <laughs> if people come up and they're dicks to me yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean yeah, yeah. rude right. then I'm going to be rude back 
Right. But um, that doesn't happen. That fucking hardly happens at all. But yeah. and I'm, I'm, and uh, if people come up to me in the old days, if I was with my kids, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to not, but I'd be minimal. I'd be, oh yeah, okay, yep, yeah, sure, absolutely, and I'd kind of rush them, but never rude, never rude. And I don't know where, I don't know where that came from. Because people are generally quite nice. You know, I've been rude hundreds of oh, thousands of times. But I'm it. trying. You're really, I'm tr- really good. Yeah, but at I try it. not to be. Yeah. You know? He's he's one of these people. Uh, I don't he'll, know. He'll take I don't the piss be- out of you, but really, Easter Island face, completely serious. Yeah, I don't So you think he means what you're saying? I'm trying not to, because I do a podcast with him, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be humorous. I'm not talking about with my pals. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Uh, when people come and talk to you at gigs, I find it excruciating. I, I just find it so embarrassing that I don't know what to say, mm. and I, I just try not to say anything. And sometimes that comes across as being rude. I didn't find the word. All right, okay. What, that went off. Yeah, that you're googling. Yeah, okay. But I will call it cloner. Okay. Phil. Can you tell me about yourself, boys? I've got. A- Basically, I've turned up at this podcast. And I've he's running it. He's, run, he's <laughs> yeah. running the record now, isn't he? It's quite handy. You all right, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. What have you been doing? How's that throat of yours? Uh, it's okay, yeah. Have you been swimming? Oh, I did go swimming today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go in the sea. It was freezing today. Really? That hail coming down was almighty. So, no, I... It's uh, just like that in February. Yeah, it is like that in February, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't go, I didn't go uh, swimming. Uh... But uh, I almost swam a whole. Uh, I was in the the pool in uh, St Andrews a few weeks ago, and I almost swam a whole length underwater, which I've never done before. Un- really? Underwater? I'm, yeah. 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 But yeah I've never done different. it before. Well, I like you in your forties. Yeah. You're joking. It's not an Olympic length. It's uh, a. It's a twenty-five meter. Yeah, yeah. That's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, that's all. Right. How far? All of it or nearly? No, I'd say I did about a fifth of it. <laughs> 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 Stevens is what I. I was trying to work it out the last time I was in. I think I could probably do a bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though, man. Swimming underwater. Yeah. Then you see somebody's bandage, and you're like, "Oh, I." <laughs> I, I feel like a dolphin when I'm when I'm in a pool. Yeah, well, you've you've got that kind of body, though, man. Yeah. I, I imagine you're. you're <laughs> uh, right, a, a some, wizard of the waves. Here's something that I, like here's something that I've wondered. Are you pleased with the album? Yes, very pleased with that. So four years of making? Four years, yeah, yeah. But those a few of the tracks are um Yorston Athletic and The Route to the Harmonium have got underlays that were recorded by James Yorston and the Athletes in two thousand and five. Yeah. Right, yeah. So um th- those are a lot older, but I only started sculpting those tracks from twenty fourteen. Yeah. So yeah, four years in the making. But I mean, in that time I wrote a book and I had the two Yorston Thon Khan records. Yeah. In fact yeah. I wrote two books. So, and you've been uh, promoting a club, and I've been running a club. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then I've got I've got mouths to feed. You know, exactly. And also, is why wouldn't you do it? I mean, all those things are things that for me would be amazing things to do. If if I had a normal job, because I I have had normal jobs. I worked in bookshops and hotels yeah. and stuff. If I was working in the bookshop, but I was doing the club, or if I was working in the bookshop, but I was doing Yosun Thong Khan, or James Yosun, they're all amazing things to do for me. Yeah. So the the handful of different things, it's just and forty six thirty. Now yeah. uh, Stevens moved up here, yeah, or over from no, you, he was in Edinburgh. Was in Edinburgh. Yeah, I get yeah. to this forty six thirty thing, which I absolutely adore because we're just playing music and talking cat, you know, and have it's you, it's just an amazing thing to have, you know. Have you started 
Now that this is finished, have you started working on the next album? Yeah, yeah, totally. And then Yosin Thon Khan album's next one's oh, ready to go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is just like the best. The best. The, we do it. There's a version of Westland Winds on it where Sahail just levitates. It's just. Mm. It's just absolutely, absolutely extraordinary. We played it. I'm, I'm not sure if I told you this story. We did it over in Germany. Mm. And it was this festival of burn song. And there was like 10 bands from around the world. And they'd all learned a burn song, except they hadn't really learned a burn song. So we were, we, were, we, we were sat at the back of the stage thinking, oh no, we're going to get burnt here. But we'd just done a, a Scottish tour and we'd played it every night. So when we got there, we were on, we were on fire, all these burns things I'm getting yeah. in, but no one's picked up on them yet. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, it went around the houses. And when it got to us, we did Westland Winds. And Sahail just, he went off on one of his uh, Sufi things, you know, mm. when he's singing and uh, he's just his projection. And one of the guys on the stage, he was so moved by it that he, he walked off the stage crying in tears, you know. So, yeah, we've done the next Yosin Thon Khan album. I mean, that is so much fun. And it's so different to James Yorkston. Yeah. yeah. The solos, the sad solo stuff. It's so different to that. So Stop it's... Stop calling it the sad stuff. Well, you know what I mean. And I'm about to play the sad one, but you know. And the last thing about the Austin Thon Khan thing is all the way through my 20s I was in rubbish indie bands and I didn't... It was like... When I was younger I didn't think I could be a musician and then when I was a musician I didn't think I could be doing the kind of music I liked. I can and Faust and Kraut stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden... I'm in a band with a Sufi singer, a Sarangi player, and a jazz double bass player, and we're doing the Kraut stuff, <laughs> except we're mixing it with Sufi, and, and, you know, so happy doing that stuff, and it's like a gift. Yeah. You know, it's, I wish I could have been doing that in my 20s, but then Sale would have been five, so. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, I'm going to uh, go out. I'm going to play this one because uh, uh, it's all very well me saying to you, don't say the sad James Yorks and stuff. This is one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my life, which is uh, Villages of I Have Known My Entire Life. How, firstly, how difficult a song was it to write and did you know that you were going to write about that part of your life? Uh, that part of my life was one of my children was very ill. And uh, and she was oh, <laughs> for a long time, you know. Yeah. There was yeah. three years when we were tied to the hospital, and we were in at least once a week. And uh, the longest stint was almost seven weeks, where we'd have to stay on. One of us would have to stay in the ward beside her. For and it was an absolutely terrifying experience. But it's it's not it's not easy. But you know, it's not. I'm not the cheeky girls. No one's going to buy a James Yorkson album and be surprised to hear stuff yeah, like this yeah. because mm. as a human being, as an artist, one reacts to what goes on around one. And th this is this is what I, I write about, you know. This, do you feel that what happened with her has made you a different artist? Yes, 100%. Because beforehand, I remember this very clearly, before she was diagnosed, I was I played a show over in air somewhere and it was sold out, and it wasn't a massive gig, it was like 100 people or something, but the, it was sold out, and I, I had no nerves, and I didn't really care, and I just drove away thinking, I didn't enjoy that at all. Didn't enjoy that at all. What am I going to do for my career if I'm not enjoying music anymore? 
But then when you spend three years waking up every six hours, and especially when you're in the hospital and at night and uh, the lights are off, but there's all these flashing lights around you mm. from the different devices to yeah, keep her going. Yeah. And it reminds me, it used to remind me of recording studios because they're always dark and they've always got loads of LEDs. Yeah, yeah. So it would remind me of that. And it's just like, never will I take it for granted again. If I get out of here, I'll never take it for granted. And I don't take it for granted at all. Every minute I'm on stage, every minute I'm in the studio, every minute I'm recording, you know, and I'll never lose that. I'll never lose that now. So I'm a completely different artist. Yeah. Because also now I just... What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And it's never going to be as bad as that. Certainly none related to my music, it's never going to be as bad as that. You know, I'm never going to get a review that's going to hurt me any way to the amount that that hurt me. I'm never going to get booed off stage in any way that's going to make me feel remotely as bad as yeah, that. Yeah. So it's kind of made me, I don't want to say bulletproof, because then people can write me things saying, James, you're, you're a fat, bald, bampot. And I would go, <laughs> <laughs> fat, bald, bampot. But... Uh, but yeah, it just that kind of thing totally changes one's perspective, I believe. Yeah. How um, so, uh, you once it's out there, the album is is there a sense of sort of trepidation? Yeah, there is. There is the 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 thing about will people get it or will I get? You know, it's not for everyone. I know it's not for everyone. Um, I think my fan base will get into it. In fact, I would say I know, you know, I'd be yeah. very surprised if they didn't. Because the songs that I get asked for are the ones like these. Yeah. So When the Har Rolls In is is a, is a one that people are so woozy with cider, all mm. these kind of things. And also I've played a few of these new songs live and they've gone down very well. So there is trepidation because nobody really wants to be beaten up in public, you know. And I don't yeah. really want reviews saying... This is the worst thing ever. You know, I did an interview with Vashti Bunyan a couple of weeks ago, and she was she told me about a review she got in 1969, and she could still picture it. She could still remember the magazine. She could still remember the page number. That was a bad review. So, of course, you do feel those reviews, but at the same time, what can you do? Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to, have to be true to, to oneself as an artist. Yeah, yeah. It's a great album, James. You've done a good piece of work. I Thank really you. Wouldn't sweat, it, man. It's an absolute beauty. How long are you uh, going to be working this one? Because I know you, Yorks and Thorn Khan stuff coming up. You're touring this got in May. Yeah, in the UK in April and May. Yeah, Germany in April, and Sweden, and then festivals throughout the summer, and then Ireland in the autumn, and then we'll just see what else happens. You know, if if yeah. folk want it or if they don't. And there's some other stuff. Um, bubbling away in the background, which uh, yeah. which I'm very excited about, but um, that may take precedence. It depends how everything goes. Exciting and bubbling. They're two words that we like. Speaking of bubbling, um, how, you ke I've seen your, your your things out there. Your, yeah, kettles. Your, your kettles. When are you Fermenters. making your beer? Then is that coming soon? Yeah. Well, there's a, that's a, that's a test batch right there. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at a barrel. <laughs> that's a keg. That's oh, really. Yeah. yeah. This one here. Yeah. Yeah. That it sounds empty, man. Test batch. Uh, it was probably a leak then. <laughs> <laughs> you got a move. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be. We'll have some beer soon. 
I'll be back for that podcast anyway. Okay. Shall we play this song? I think we do. We play this song. I think we might as well. Let's do it like we did before. Let's all say goodbye. Let, James, thanks for that privilege. Phil, Good thanks night. for coming back into the Absolute 4630 pleasure. studios. My complete pleasure to return. Good to see you again, Stephen. We call them studios, though. No, but you know, I'm just pretending we're in Radio Land. You know? oh, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's, if you just say the word studio already, it's got a sheen. Do you remember Stevie Wonder was in the studio? This is the very desk that he used um, when he was recording. Um, once in your life. Once in your life, yeah. This is the very desk he used to put his, his tea on. Mm. You know, studios, they have the they have that. This is a, what is this, a buyer? This is an old buyer? Uh, this is the, yeah, well, it's a, it was a huge cow shed. Yeah, it's a buyer, yeah. Um, and then this part is the bit where the horses were. Right, okay. And then just outside there is where the carriages were. All right, cool. Uh, but there's a oh, at the entrance down there. There's a tiny old little horse painted. Uh, that when I open the door, as you can see. Oh, really? Okay, let's say goodbye. We'll see. You, we'll be back next week with some with a rail podcast talking a- about rail stuff. And see just you playing a load of other people's records and then chuntering on about stuff. Uh, this uh, this is the villages I have known my entire life. Taken from the album. Uh, the route to the harmonium. The route to the harmonium out on February two two. James Yorkson, thank you very much. Well, there were times when I would wake you up and distract you. I'd carry you out into the cold, and I would drive you. And I'd talk of the stars and the fields we passed, and lull you back to sleep. So I could hope I drove through the villages that I have known Through my entire life And you offer to others whom I would not know And watch on As it did the best they could Save you not to hurt you And watching at it gouge your skull On my approach Watching at it gouge your skull On my approach Still visible today they hurt you to save you I'd point to the skies I'd search through the heavens For a particular star It's gift to our soul Just a moment of distraction A sense of where we were To remove you from the craziness the craziness of it all And I did my best But I was not trained for this And I promise that I did
was not trained for this And we did shout and we did cry You and I at one another For we hated where we were And we did shout and we did cry You and I at one another For we hated where we were And I would promise that we would escape you and I But I was not sure of this Yes, I would promise that we would escape you and I But I was not sure of this And I do not miss a second of those days But the only time I feel that my blues are a danger when I'm drunk, waiting the tube train at night And the thought of what you've been through Well, it keeps me alive To save you, not to hurt you To hurt you, to save you Distract you 